0: Warning, warning, warning. warning. Trigger Trigger alert. alert. She about to say some real shit.
1: Salutations, everyone. We are all about New Year, new me. Not really. It's, It's funny, though. But I really do love the idea of a new year becoming... A new page in a new book. Bettering myself, striving harder. Working less, but working smarter. Our guest today is somebody who inspires me all the time because he is literally like new day, new me. He is always striving and helping and wanting to put his best foot forward, wanting other people to put their best foot forward. And in this time of darkness and cynicism, he is a beacon of light in my life and uh, really in New York City's. Our guest is Arthur Solomirpour. Oh, I think I said it right. Arthur isn't necessarily a recognizable name or face. But he is in downtown New York City and he really is all about community, especially focusing on young people and kind of helping youth culture be more, I don't want to say like legitimized, but shining a light on youth culture with respect and love, not wagging his finger like an elder statesman saying, when I was young, we didn't have video cameras in our phones. He is there to spread the message of young people who are creative and smart. And I think bridging the gap between intergenerational creative types. He makes young people feel important and lets them know their voice is important. We need more of that as as I age I realize that's my mission as well to help young people. Intergenerational love. That's what it's all about in 2019. Let's start the interview. <laughs> Today we are talking with Arthur Somapore This man has lots of ideas and interesting programming coming your way And he is joining us today in the studio
2: Hi Hi Arthur Hi, can you say my last name again? I want to hear the way you say it How do you say it? No, I want you to say it again Somapur,
1: Ooh, am I saying it wrong?
2: That's hilarious
1: How do you say it? I'm
2: never going to correct you, you're never going to know Solyamandpor.
1: So, Solyamandpor. Sure. That sounds better. He's a Syrian. That's right. Not Syrian, not a Syrian, but Assyrian. That's
2: <laughs> precise. That's so. Obviously, we've known each other for some time. We have. I
1: was. Go, I was going to. No, um, Yo, it's your show. I was I'm going sorry. to. I was going to ask you when you came to New York City. In 1999. Why?
2: It was always going to be New York. That That's an old answer because people haven't asked me why in a long time just because I've been here so long mm-hmm. that people. F-
1: it's going to be 20 f- years next be, year. Yeah. Right? For you're, better You're official. You're official.
2: I know. I'm a New Yorker. I started yeah. to say. It's funny. Uh, we'll get into the. But I started to say that I'm a New Yorker just like last year. And I was like, God damn, I've been here for 18 years and I'm just starting. Like. Like, when traveling, like, where are you from? New York. You know what I mean? And it's like, I always used to say California, but I live in New York. Because
1: people from New York will be like, you're not from New York.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and I respect that. I respect that. You can go live somewhere for three months well, and be from there, but not New York.
1: It's But I'll tell you, in no other place in the world do people come here, and then they immediately identify themselves as New Yorkers. Yeah. It's, a, it's one of those places where um, people want to be part part of the energy of the city.
2: They feel it. They feel you know, like, I'm a New Yorker. It's like, well, no, you haven't paid your dues yet. Okay, so but, why did you come uh, oh, okay, to this okay, okay. uh okay. this
1: uh, bustling hubbub?
2: I I was honestly always going to be New York City because of things like the Beastie boys running in the streets with Luscious Jackson because of Keith Haring. I didn't I wasn't up on Basquiat yet when right. I was that little. You know what I mean? Um, which makes sense if you follow their trajectory, Yes, no absolutely. Right? Because of things, because of movies and the, the big buildings, because in beaches, when Bette Midler had that small apartment I somewhere in the village. I love that movie, Beaches. I know. I know because okay. of that a specific apartment in beaches, a lot of <laughs> beaches. feeling. Beaches. Yeah, crazy, crazy, to, right?
1: Best, best girlfriends.
2: Amazing film.
1: See but it, But also See for it. me,
2: it was like, that was, that was a, that was like an uh, an eye in New York City. There's a lot of things that, like, aesthetically just stuck into different, like, into the recesses of my mind, you Okay, know? so
1: when you moved to New York in 1999, then what did you do and where did you live?
2: Uh, we were couching. I was couching for three months with my future roommate because he was waiting for a lease to end. Very classic New York move when mm-hmm. you move here. But you
1: had friends? You had friends? So you yeah, were, I had so friends for
2: that, that went to college with me that were older or, like, my year and, like, had moved here, I didn't have anyone who was, like, in the scene or in the fucking whatever, you know. So not what people would call uh, classically on the street as cool people, but people I still to this day consider as cool people because they are, you know. Yeah, um, real cool people. Real, cool. exactly. <laughs> I actually have been. Them real I, cool ones. I say that a lot to people. I'm like, oh, like, that, that person's cool, but, like, he's, like, real cool. they am like, yeah, yeah. I'm like. No, 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 no. It's like he doesn't wear the right things and hang out with the right people. He's actually someone who is cool, you know. Yeah. Which is people need to get through their fucking heads. A real one. So, uh, a real one. So, anyway, we moved, like, we were, like, living somewhere midtown for a year and then down to the East Village, same roommate. Um, He lives in L.A. now. But... I was working at Fat Farm. That was my first job. I was interning. Let me tell you something about New York City, New York. New York City. Let me tell you something about New York City. My sister's ten years older. She was living here when I was, you know, twelve to seventeen. Let's say something okay. like that. Okay, less actually, like uh, ten to sixteen, whatever it may be. So I came and visited, and it was like instant love. Amazing. Right. Blew this your mind. You're like, like, this I'm home. Yeah, the summer of ninety-four, it should be. It was I was definitely home. Golden year. Where's the <laughs> X Large store? I'm going there. She's looking Avenue at the map. A? Yeah, she's, like, she's oh, yeah. like, This is uh in a pretty dangerous part of town. I know you can handle it, but I'm just letting you know. And sure enough, I was like stepping over attics and shit, you know, to go there and That's kind of the tip I came here on, you know, Ah. but but then it's like, how did you find out about X-Large, right? House of Style.
1: Ah, of course. Isn't that
2: wild? Because there's like things that living here for the last almost 20 years, I I just find out through osmosis or through being a part of it. And if I hear someone say like they heard about something through something else, I don't make fun of them, but I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I would never, but I was that kid. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean?
1: Okay, so you were an intern at Fat Farm.
2: I was an intern at Fat Farm. You were working
1: with uh, Paul Middleman?
2: Uh, no. Eli Gesner? No, no, no. After. Ollie, after. Ollie, oh, okay, okay, ni- okay. 99, yeah, 99. right after. Okay. Yeah. So, you I'm, liked
1: Argyle Vests?
2: I loved Argyle Vests.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> what had happened was... I was on a train in um, Switzerland, as, as, as one does. <laughs>
1: as, you know, every, every kid who moves to New York, yeah, right? Right?
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and uh, I was like, shit, I'm graduating next year. Like, what am I going to do? I like marketing. I like fashion, which really meant like apparel. Mm-hmm. But I, I do actually like fashion as well. And I love hip hop. I was like, oh, my God, I have to work for Russell Simmons. Fat Fat Farm, like not at Def Jam, you know. At that point, I didn't even know that he was not even like day to day at Def Jam anymore.
1: Ah, oh, now I see the, sort of the pieces coming together. Okay, yeah. so
2: and so that's what I, I interned there for three months. They gave me a job. Okay, obviously. doing what? The assistant to the president. Assistant to the president.
1: Okay, who was the president at the
2: time? Uh, a lady who. <laughs> Who Russell had hired, you know, <laughs> this is so crazy. I interned for this woman named April Walker who had uh, I know back,
1: April Walker. Yeah, she's Walker a sh- Yeah. She's
2: an OG. Right. And uh, she was the VP of marketing or something. There was no president. It was just Russell and then her, okay. right? And then, or she was the VP. I don't know what the hell her title was, but I interned for her. And then when it was time to give me a job- she was leaving Fat Farm and Russell was bringing this lady in who had been a salesperson for kids at one of the Fat Farm licensees, one of the like the nine licensees, okay. the kids licensee. She was the salesperson, but she was a white lady who lived in Chappaqua. And this is right when the Clintons were moving to Chappaqua. So I, I was he like I was, send them a box. Word. I was like <laughs> I was like a little more. I was innocent back then, you know, fresh out of college, hadn't really like run around the streets as much. Even though in college you do a lot of running around, so I didn't really see it now. And even like a few years later, I was like, oh my! He literally it was just an image kind of purchase for him. He was like, you're the you're now the I want to hire you to be president. Of yeah, Crowd he form. want
1: he wanted to infiltrate. You and know, he would say the uh, meetings. white white yeah. fashion or he something. He would say to
2: me, he'd be like. Oh, my president is this, you know, she's a white lady from Chappaqua, this brand is, you know, I was like, Uh whoa, (laughs) you know, so I worked for her. um, And then I also got fired by her for allegedly for smoking weed in the office, which we all did. That's not why I got fired. I know why I got fired. It was like a controversial thing and everything. Pretty amazing story uh, that we don't have to get into. Not because really,
1: I'm very curious.
2: I'm going to tell you something. A guy's friend owned a billboard. A guy who was involved in Fat Farm, like financially and Mm -hmm. stuff. His friend owned a billboard across from from Apollo. I bought it. This is what I was doing like out of college, like buying billboards, fucking uh, redoing the online. Mm -hmm. You know, having having Brad Digital redo the online, but managing the project, right? Shit like that.
1: Brad Digital, who now goes by Bradley Theodore. That's right. Street artist.
2: Exactly. So... So, so I um, yeah much the yo he's killing it good for him
1: killing it good, good for, for him. him I agree
2: so I bought this this billboard across remember the those
1: dogs that Brad Digital used I, to
2: do dude they were cool that was cool he
1: was really ahead he, of his time he's
2: been w- way ahead of his Always. time on everything Always, I agree so anyway I bought this billboard it didn't go up for like two weeks and we're paying for it and I tell that I call that guy before I call the billboard owner I call the guy who was like the link and I'm like you know, this billboard hasn't gone up. What do you want me to do about it? He's like, why are you calling me? I said, "That's your friend. He's like, what are you trying to say? I didn't even understand. Dude, the hustle mentality was so not in me at this point. What are you trying to say? Da-da-da-da. And this is a dude I know is making millions out of fat Form because he hooked up all the licensees. Sure. So I don't think he – I'm not at all under the assumption of him getting a kickback from the billboard. Why would a guy making millions – you know? Right. For, like, why would he care about that? But he thought that's what I was insinuating. Ah. So your are
1: naivete. Exactly.
2: Naivete. I
1: can't pronounce it's anything today. So. Solomonopor. Yeah.
2: Did I Nailed say it right? It, yeah. Yeah. Hey, naivete. <laughs> anyway, the next day, my boss is like, he's got it in for you, but I've got your back. The Day after that day, she, she was like, "She's so like, here's check it out. here's
1: a train t- uh, ticket to Chapcall. Bye." She
2: was like, "Goodbye." I was like, "Sweet, yeah, you got my back, all right." Okay. So that's So it was a learning experience.
1: Okay. So then you went from don't, Fat Farm.
2: Don't uh, don't assume everyone is clean and is just giving their friends money. Assume that they are taking money from the money that they're giving to their friends. It's because yeah, that's the way the world that's, works. Yes,
1: especially they don't teach
2: you that in college, kid.
1: The hybrid music business slash fashion business, which in my humble opinion, the record companies coming in and starting labels really ruin the fashion business.
2: (sighs) Absolutely. Okay.
1: (laughs) Um, So after you were fired, you're a resourceful young man. Yeah. Your next move. Pseudo.com.
2: Pseudo.com.
1: You know about that. I I know you know
2: about that. Yeah. Why don't you tell the people about pseudo? Why
1: don't you tell the people? No, I
2: can't. It's hard. It's so I big. I don't. I don't really like.
1: Oh, really? No. It's, I don't really I mean, know. I it was
2: like online radio turned into online video, turned into live online video. Okay. And I got there at like the last iteration of it. So,
1: wh- do you think it was like it was pre-YouTube?
2: Oh my God! I know. So it sort
1: of it it by forever. So and yeah. YouTube sort of it copied was the first. it. Right. It was. No, in everyone a different, copied it. Everyone, everyone copied uh-huh. it.
2: Everyone copied it. It was shows going live mm-hmm. from the studio and then also some prepackaged okay it was amazing it's where i came into video ah. it's where i became a producer even though i was a pa and when the company went under as they tend to do right especially back then like september 2000 or whatever well that was boss, the whole
1: like i'm a dot com give yeah, me money
2: but they'd been around since 94 which was like an eternity yes. for, you know My And they were on Broadway and Houston. 88 Hip Hop was there. A Mm -hmm. bunch of different properties were part of Pseudo. And um, my boss, Jess Zeno, was like, here's the deal. You're going to put on your resume that you're a producer, not a PA. And I was like, huh? And she was like, you produced. You produced here. You did this. You did it. And I was like, oh, shit. And that's the moment I realized. I was like, that's what producers do. That's awesome. Yes. And easy for me. Make it happen. Yeah. Easy for me, you know? Something that I had to also learn over time. It's not you're a connector. As, as we look at Jose, you're your pro- producer of the show, right? I'm like, it's not that easy, right? But uh, it's easy for certain people. Well, you know? I think it's if like you're good at mo- you right,
1: if you're mo- you're a connector, you can make things happen. You can use duct tape and dental floss <laughs> to like that's that's what you need Absolutely. to do. Absolutely. Um, okay, so then from pseudo.
2: From Sudo, I went to an agency that hired me like solely because I worked at Sudo because they were that hot and popping and became a web producer and like had no idea what that meant and didn't even realize I had already done that at Fat Farm with like having, having done their website before and like deciding what it would be like. Although Brad did the brunt of the work there, a credit to him. Um, So I produced a bunch of, bunch of uh, websites for them as a freelancer, they'd like they'd let go of their department they were like and just brought me in you know i was like the cleanup man if you will and that was a freelance gig it was supposed to be 3 months It ended up being 5 good for me but that's where i came into the agency world okay you know and i'd always kind of known about cuz that's where my sister worked and that's where i came into the agency world and i was like cool now i'm in the agency world correct this gig is over let me go backpacking in guatemala and belize for a month come back and it'll be good and I came, <laughs> I came back to a, like, $1,200 phone bill. I was not using my phone down there. I have no idea why I came wow. back to 12, Yeah, it was wild. So that was crazy. And then I, I started freelancing and just, like, the smallest amount of money here and there. You know, I'd go out to the Game Records office in Tribeca a few blocks away from here. I don't know if you remember, they had the classic car kind of, like, I club thing that. there yes. on what's And above that was Game Records, Jonathan Schecter had started this company called. Game I know, Records. I know
1: Jonathan Schecter.
2: Yeah, from the Source. Source. Yes. He started the Source, and exactly. he was
1: one of the original first white boy rappers.
2: Yeah, yes, right? he was we, also a rapper. Which, like, I, I went, went to years
1: Harvard. Later. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know all about.
2: Yeah, them. so credit to Beef. He ah. he was friends with him, and he let me. You know, he let me kind of he he introduced me to them, which allowed me to go up he there. He folded a lot.
1: you in. a Okay. Right,
2: right. So I, I'd be up there kind of like working out of there. I'd be like, honestly, let's keep it real. I was like waking up at 12 p.m. And this was not the only only years of my this? life that that I was doing this. This happened a couple times. What year is this? Oh, one.
1: Oh, one. Okay. Yeah. And so you were here for
2: 9-11. No, let me tell you something. I went to D.C., Because I was like, shit is fucked up. I can't get money right now. I'm going to go back to where I went to college in D.C. and see what's good there. And I had the best job, honestly, the best job I've ever (laughs) had in my life. I babysat a little girl for like a whole summer.
1: That is so cute.
2: So amazing. They pay you to hang out with a kid. Like, Somebody needs to
1: pay me to hang out with my kid. I
2: know. (laughs) Right? I'm like, I'm. I'm, I
1: I mean, you know, not really, but.
2: No, but I mean, like, pardon me, but I'm pretty good at hanging out with my kid. Give me money. Yeah. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Indeed. It should be
1: on on our, like, tax, you know.
2: I stayed there up until, like, December. Right. You're like, I'm not
1: going back to New York. It's in shambles. I was
2: dying to come back, but I just couldn't. Yeah, that weekend I came up here. Like, 9 11 was on a Tuesday. I was here, like, on a Saturday. Like, needing to see my friends. Yeah. You know, and it was crazy. It was crazy. So I kept coming up. Like, I can't, and then I came back to grab my shit, whatever it was, Mm -hmm. because it was in storage. Then there was a stint. I worked for a record distributor, which was like, they had a whole deal with FYE stores and whatever. That was in Arizona. I met them visiting my parents for Christmas. I want to make something clear. I'm not from Arizona.
1: He is not, he's from California. Beautiful, beautiful place to live.
2: Yes, um, talk to me. I was like, this is gonna take forever. By the way, you know, like uh, when you go to a job. Well, I don't, I don't go to job interviews anymore. But um, unless
1: it's Patagonia.
2: Yeah, true. We can get to that. But it's like you know, like they're like, don't talk in detail about every job, I'm like, I feel no, like I'm that's what we're doing right now.
1: I'm fascinated by, it, but that was I'm, my
2: foundation, kind of in New York.
1: I'm interested in e- every bit of minutiae of all your stories. I love to hear them.
2: Anyway, you understand kind of the first few years. Okay, here. so was right, like,
1: right, you're moving around, you're but figuring I'm out a like shitload you're of people. Me- so you are meeting. You're living where now? In when the you East move village. back, in the East Village. So, yeah. so in the East Village, right? Yeah. And you live there because it
2: was. The East Village, cool. A- and cheap? I don't know. Cheap. Cheap. Yes, remember. my I was like, what? Yeah, it was, oh my God, it was so cheap. The East Village, it was cheap. We, that's why each, we all
1: lived in the East Village. So crazy. It was, yeah.
2: Even 900 bucks each for a two-bedroom was like, oh man, this is yeah,
1: a lot. Yeah, $1,800 for a two-bedroom? That is crazy expensive in like the 2000s, like, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah,
1: no, indeed. Anyhow.
2: And then, uh, when did we meet?
1: We, I know when when
2: we met. I know when we met too.
1: We met in Frank151's office. You nailed it. Um, And I was like, oh, this guy is like nice and funny. Like, why is he here? (laughs) 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 Like, joking, whatever. I clap
2: (laughs) for that. No, that's family. Come on. We know. We know. It's funny. Yeah. Yes.
1: So, and I remember just thinking, Wow, they're really like they're getting their shit together over here. Like this guy's cool.
2: Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I uh, I remember the day I met you actually. Yeah, you had overalls on. Did I? I mean, you, you rock know? overalls. A lot. I yeah.
1: am overall. Yeah. yeah,
2: everything. Yeah, I'm- <laughs> maybe I'm just I'm just imposing overalls on the image of you because I'm, I'm I you mean know. I'm
1: an overall kind of person. I know yeah. that's why.
2: Okay. Um. Anyhow, yeah, I, I worked there for like a year.
1: And what did you do Steven, there? I don't what did even you do there? Did like, you the work account. for the did you work for the, the agency side? side? So you working with S- like Scion?
2: I was working on Scion, right? And, there, one and, and only client, Molson Beer.
1: <laughs> <And> Molson Beer, <laughs>
2: and um, and then maybe a couple of random things came. I don't even remember, but and then you know I'd write a little bit for the for the thing, the book. Yeah, the book was cool. So crazy, that such was... a crazy time. And that, that's kind of how I met like the downtown folk. Because they'd come through that office, yes, and it became very apparent to me. I was like, "Oh, well, these dudes are from out of town. Like, how I'm from out of town, and these dudes are from in town." And it's like I understand. And then like the people, I started to make closer friendships with the people who grew up here mm-hmm. than I was with in that office. Even though I'm still, I'm still dear friends with, with Stephen Malbin. I still consider Mike Malman a friend. I see, I, you know, I'll see him on like in front of his barbershop or whatever. But it's like you know, everyone has like their paths and shit. And like sure. you know, the, whatever the Dan Cherries, he's a big agency. Well, he's a CMO now, like mm-hmm. something. But you understand, like Melanie, these people are like in my life still. But the people who I kind of like, my tribe, my people. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, oh shit, okay.
1: That's where you met your yeah your pigs, yeah, and right. then
2: and then like that was that. That was that. And, and so like, from
1: there, you went to?
2: I just freelanced for the longest time. That's my career's like been a lot of freelance, which does not mean to. People are always like, when they're interviewing you and you're younger and you're a freelancer, like, we know you probably don't want to give up freelancing because the freedom and the money's better. And you're sitting across from them being like, I don't know what I'm going to eat when <laughs> I leave this office. It's true. What the fuck are you Freela- talking like, about? Freelancing
1: makes you think- is, it's a. Uh- it's a rough gig. It yeah. seems like it, it. It's ideal, but
2: I, I think it's like the if you're real. an in-demand
1: freelancer in certain capacities, you can you can
2: those manage. people are doing but it, killing but it. But
1: then you know uh, the entire month of December, you have no work, or you know the, the entire summer because people aren't really pursuing projects. It's definitely yeah. diff- a difficult That's lifestyle weird. for sure.
2: So. Yeah, you're so like
1: then, I don't want to freelance. Okay, just, just bring me on, me bring me on board, bring job. me on board. Now I'm yeah. like I don't
2: want the job. I'm yeah. good, you know. But like back then I was like, what?
1: okay, like, so you freelanced. Like, you were free forever. Oh, you freelance at that crazy agency where you remember you hired me? No. Yes, she can.
2: Oh no, I was a, I was a. Actually, I was freelance there, but then, I, but that's later in my. career. Oh, that's later
1: in your career. Okay, Hello? okay. I'm shoving I was the creative like director yeah, there, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.
2: I was like there. Yeah, then I went to, like, Naked. I did, like, strategy work there. I learned how to do strategy work properly from, like, people who, like, kind of reinvented the game. I went to, I don't know what I did after. Oh, okay, I went so to Red Bull for a year. Yes, I did cool stuff I there. I that. hated it. Right. Got fired there, too, but for good reasons because I was insubordinate.
1: Yeah, and and he was drinking water only. Hav- yeah. like... <laughs> Yeah, my, <laughs> you're like I can't drink this crap. Okay? My man,
2: like, what is your pro- like? So what? I don't drink the prop. That was man. insane. That's like lawsuit worthy. You can't in New York, and I'm not a suing type of person. But like, you know, California, New York is like hard to like sue your employer because they're they're so populated, right? The right. states. So like, the the corporations have the upper hand, but it's like. You just sat there and told me that I don't drink enough of the sugary drink that we sell. Like, that's Inca-
1: insane. Like, highly caffeinated. That's insane. Yeah, no, it's you crazy.
2: know, I, I drank one and a half Red Bulls in the year I worked there. Literally. You're fired. Yeah, okay.
1: 100%. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> you're like, no, it was liquids more like the way like-
2: they did it that sucked. It was like a month before my wedding. You know what I mean? It was just oh, not. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're nasty. But yes, I've been insubordinate. This is true. <laughs> There's no doubt about it.
1: And so s- strategy-wise, is your, what did you learn from that strategy job that you sort of apply to what you're doing now? But big we'll t- time,
2: big time. Okay. Articulating my insights. That's what I learned. Because, like, as they said when they were interviewing me for that job, they said, you already do strategy. Okay. You come here. We're going to teach you how to talk about it. And that's what I learned. I didn't know I was doing strategy before. I learned that. And it it helped me like tack on extra money to projects to make the project better, not just for me, but like the budget because I can speak the language and be like, hey, if you give us more money, we can do this, that, and the third. And when you talk to them in that weird language that they speak in agencies, you know, they're happy. So they're happy to give you the bread. Yes. But like concurrently, all and I I know this is probably coming. Sorry for jumping the gun, but like, as that all that stuff was happening career wise, it was like there was all this stuff that I was doing either for fun, like literally for free, helping people at small clothing lines, which
1: is what you still do now.
2: Yeah, well, I don't know if I help. Yeah, you're like their friends. Yeah, there's that, but mm-hmm. it's like now it's like I'm like more focused my own, on my own project. You know?
1: So. Let's fast forward, okay? So you've been in agencies, you're doing strategy, you're freelancing. You get
2: married, you have a kid, you get a divorce.
1: Right, you still have a kid.
2: I still have a kid, thank God.
1: (laughs) And you are currently working on your big sort of agency. Mm -hmm, mm
2: -hmm.
1: Isn't it sort of?
2: I I don't frame it as an agency.
1: But isn't it a little bit? Doesn't it sort of like harken do, back? It does
2: services. Okay. Does th- so, there's services. Okay. But so
1: tell us about- It's more of par- a studio. So, tell us about Parks
2: Department. Cool. Parks Department is a platform that it has a cornerstone in video and that like on the like outwardly consumer facing speaking kind of ad lingo, which is Okay.
1: Whack. Yeah. It's totally whack. I don't get it. Yeah. What's <laughs> consumer facing? Like, what the fuck what does that mean? what people see. Okay. What people see. That's consumer facing, the,
2: the the general public. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It makes videos in a very DIY fashion. It does streaming, okay, and stuff like that from like live streaming from uh, certain sets and whatnot of shows, and that is stuff that lives online w- via my website, the Parks Former website, the Parks Department Instagram, and sometimes the Parks Department Facebook for the live streaming stuff. Okay. There's going to be other expressions, though. There's going to be tangible goods, a music, and this is all stuff that's like ready to go. My tangible goods are ready to go. I just haven't released them. There's a music tape from a band in England, a rock band in England, that okay. is like ready, just waiting there, uh, and I haven't released. There's going to be a lot of stuff like that.
1: So know? it's going to be. I do
2: events. It's too.
1: Arthur's community of.
2: Yeah. Weirdos.
1: Weirdos and, and people you love. Weirdos that and go-getters. That you want to feature. Yeah,
2: you got to be a go-getter. Got to be. Not, well, not, you,
1: it's New York it's City. You got to be a, a go-getter. not a
2: submission-based, uh, uh, you know, you can't just, like, submit something to me. We got to talk about it. I got to like you. I got to, you know, I got to. it got to fe- go not, get it. Not, like, like you as a friend. I got to feel it. I got to feel it, you know? I gotta, it's got to be. got to yes. be there. So, but on the back end, that's what I run my client stuff through. Because I've been freelancing all these years. Why not just run it through a name? Absolutely. And uh, get more m- money at the end of the day. You know um, what I
1: mean? Anything good on those texts?
2: Alana, oh. saying hi. Oh, hey. Prepping hey. for hey. our event this Thursday. Hey,
1: girl. Hey, girl.
2: By the time this airs, if it airs. um, <laughs> <laughs> Will we'll have happened already.
1: Yeah. Okay. So tell us more about Parks Department and its consumer facing. Um,
2: Don't say consumer facing. I'm just I saying that.
1: I am just saying, what, what if I didn't have any access to digital media?
2: Yeah. You if be. you
1: were going to tell me and describe some highlights of Parks Department, what would I be seeing?
2: Like to grandma, basically. How do I? How do I explain it to grandma? Is that what you're saying? Let's say
1: we're in a meeting. What? Ah, what? What I, kind of I stuff do you that. have on Parks Department, sir?
2: Uh, I just, it's, Mister. Uh, as I said, ma- ma'am. <laughs> it's a, it's a very kind of like DIY sensibility. Um, but no, it's be, more specifically. T- it right. Speaks to it's. Um, I'm not finished pitching you, okay. ma'am. I might not want your money, and trust <laughs> me, I've done that one that move before. I'm sure you have too plenty uh, of times. Oh yeah, of course. Not necessarily like in an angry way. It's pain-
1: painful though. Yeah,
2: but it's like, you know. Oh I don't, my God, I don't yes. think I want your money. Thank you very much. Yeah. Let's not waste each other's time here. Yeah. And it's like it's like it's not like I don't need it. I just don't necessarily right. want your money. Right. It's all good. I Goodbye. agree. I know. <laughs> it attracts a more kind of like I you know, I, I kinda hesitate to say it's true though. Downtown kind of crowd. You know, it's an artistic crowd, it's a creative crowd. They tend to be a lot younger. I'm realizing, the people I create with, like, they they range in age, and 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 a, as are the people who watch and like are entertained by it. But it's everything from like a variety show to a video cast from a cow. So how to- how
1: does one stand out when? That, uh, like, you don't need, let's say, a parks department to, like, make videos or something like that. Like, how how does parks department stand out differently than your, you know, Instagram Average personality user. or something? Yeah. yeah,
2: because it's at the end of the day, it's curated by someone who cares right. and wants it to have a certain feeling. You know? and, a, and a voice. And it's all about the feeling and voice. Absolutely, okay. yeah. I wouldn't say that our voice is, like, loud and clear yet. I'm very cognizant of that. Because I'm taking it so slow on purpose. and And okay. like, I've made that kind of clear to people as well more recently because it's been two years.
1: I'm going to tell you as your friend.
2: Tell me as my friend.
1: Sometimes you speak in vagaries. To me, like, I want to hear more, like, adjectives instead. Of, but I appreciate, you know what? You always take the same stance. You're, like, too bad because it is. Yeah. It's an evolving thing that you don't necessarily want to cap or box into one thing, and I I appreciate that because you're letting it breathe and grow. But you
2: understand what it is, of course I do. Right, so
1: it's a feeling though, more than than something that you're articulating. For me to sit
2: in a meeting with someone or on a radio show or whatever, and just be like, and, and it's true, like I do say it, but not as often as I should. But To be like, it's a feeling because it's like, if I hear someone say that, I'm like, douchebag, shut up. You know, but that's what it is, is a feeling, you know. And when I ask the people who are into it, specifically the younger people, because I'm like, yo, Parks Department is really small and undefinable. Why do you like it? They're like, I don't know. It's a feeling. I'm like, good. That's what I was because going Because
1: I think it's, it's a non-judgmental. It's not like we're cool and you need to like buy this. It's a, it's sort of a break from this like over-commercialized, over-saturated, cool market.
2: For once in my life, I can be... And I'm not st-
1: saying it's not cool, but no, it's no, not no, like know. pushing cool. I know, at, I know. As, That's as the way it's, it's designed. Right,
2: good. So, for I get once it. in my life, I can have something that's super thought out that I don't have to justify to like a client. Okay. And I don't have to write in a deck. I can write out in my plans or whatever, you know? And that feels very good. That's why I'm vague about it at times too. Because okay. it's up to me. Now, when you say it sounds kind of bullshitty vague, right? I know you're not trying to you know you're I know, I know. What what I'm getting there. Hold I'm on. I'm just slut trying uh, to uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> No. It's uh it's that is actually, it's a negative thing. One does not want to sound like that, right? Well, I've also like, heard
1: a lot of pitches, so.
2: <laughs> I know, I know. But you're
1: you're, you know, I'm you're like
2: okay a, with me, but you're like, but it's cool because you don't mind being that way. But
1: I think that some people, it's uncomfortable. They want to know what it is, say it in three sentences or less or something like that. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. you have to like, uh, even for instance, this this podcast, I have to, I had to write. Three sentences of what this is, and I would like to be more vague because I don't know. Uh huh. It could be lots of things.
2: It could be many things, right? But do you think it's I'm I'm asking your opinion. What I was leading up okay. to was, do you think it's to my detriment not to have those three sentences? Because I've made the decision to be like maybe
1: if you're asking for money, yeah. Because they, cause I think that brands want to be able to identify what it is, that what they're 100%. buying into. And I think that is detrimental because they want to say, well, this is like the cool shit yeah. going on downtown and with the young people.
2: And that's a you know question what I mean? for them. It's like a question of uh, accountability to their bosses and also like just – to, to have something defined so well, that they know what they're I, walking through. I into. love
1: the whole thing about Parks Department that it is confusing. And you're like, is this Parks Department? Is this have to do with the parks? Does this have I to do that. with the show? Does this. I love that too. And because you're like, no, this has nothing to do with either of those things. And oh, I the show, I the parks. I, and right. I think that. Challenging, sort of like whatever the you know the immediate association with with the name is not what it is. It's really is the that, name it, is
2: about being bringing people together, and that's what it's about. Ah. Now with the corporations, um, you know, like the money thing that you were talking mm-hmm. about, I'm like, at this point, it's been people coming to give me money,
1: right? as they should.
2: Not like coming line, they're not like lining up. You know, I've had, I've said no to a few people, but that everything everyone I've worked with, that the the two that I've really like worked with have like been like, yo, do you want to do something? Because they recognize the feeling. It will one day, undoubtedly, hopefully, you know, hands to God, whatever how, whatever the saying is, get to the point where I'm gonna have to sit with someone and be like, yo, I need five million dollars to make this happen. At that point, it'll be a few things the content itself will be more refined okay because um, i'll be further along when i'm at that point the uh output outside of just the content will be out like these like the poster and the t-shirt it's like i haven't even put the shit out like that'll be out in the world and be okay. seen and if the person who i'm asking for five mil for hasn't seen it great but i can show it, you know what i mean sure and i will have also come up with those three let's "Quote unquote, three sentences, right? You know, it's like it's all. But it's, don't you it, think
1: you could say like Parks Department is about bringing people and community together? It's about putting, I do. I say, putting I say it's a community a, platform.
2: I don't. Uh, I don't uh, want to say more.
1: Right? Okay. I, I do. I
2: have actually in the about. I like. I just like redid it a few weeks ago and kind of talked more about. It's about bringing people together. It's about a video and like a couple other expressions, and we choose to move slow and transparently. I read like, that. I read yeah. that. yes. and that's that. And it's like people loved it, and I love it. And it's like it still doesn't like define exactly what it is.
1: It's still vague.
2: It's awesome.
1: <laughs> um, I was talking
2: to an old friend of ours recently. They were like, "Oh, you're still doing your like undefinable." They haven't been around for a while. They've mm-hmm. been kind of, you know. And they're like, "You still, you're still doing our, your undefinable project." And I was like, "Yeah." And it was like they were kind of trying to diss. That's kind of like uh, their style. Oh,
1: but I, I know was what you're like talking about.
2: Yeah, I wasn't trying – I'm not – but I mean, like, whatever. I just don't want to blow up spots. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But, like, I was like, yeah, I definitely am, you know? And it's like – you know, it's like – I'm, and I've worked with that person. But I'm like, yeah, you know, we've done undefinable things. I've worked with several people on undefinable projects before. Some of them were cool and smart and had a lot of charisma and were doing it on purpose. And some of them were just too dumb to understand that it was an undefinable project. Right. But I was happy to be working on, you know, whether it was like a series of parties or whatever or that, you know.
1: So now looking back on your life.
2: Looking back.
1: And let's say you're, you know, middle aged, right? You're, ha- you're I'm a little. 40. 40 Is or that you're middle aged. Yeah. You're, you're halfway point.
2: Uh-huh. Damn. But Yo, man, you'll live, you'll live a long time. I'm out of here. No, and I know.
1: I'm <laughs> Is there something that you wish you had? Had done differently, or a career path you wish you had chosen, or very
2: interesting. Mm. I don't regret anything, to be honest, but I wish that I had really known about like art school, like being a sham and it being easy to get into back then, because mm-hmm. I think it would have helped me in my creative endeavors. Okay, Parks Department is a creative endeavor, making videos, whatever it is. You know, it's all creative stuff. You know, would have helped me understand that it's okay to be that way. Okay. Instead of going as a business major, and be like, this is not for me, and change into an international relations relations major because I'm very passionate about that kind sure. of stuff, and happy that I studied it, and I still do on like my own time, if you will, not as deeply as I should. But, but- don't
1: you think just art is just a feeling?
2: Or it is just a feeling. Isn't but if, it just what the feeling,
1: was, the feeling it gives you when you look like what? But what like, if
2: I was, what if I was, it's also a practice. Yeah. And, you know, that practice, of course, is like a, a feeling or like whatever, like you're expressing that. But like, what if I'd been able to go to school for that and like be around that feeling for four years prior to coming out You'd into be the real a world. total loser. <laughs> no. Nah. Yeah, our art school loser.
1: Um, I think that you there's think too many people in art school. I think art is I totally so o- o- oh, is I wouldn't. I'm not saying I'd be like a sculptor or and anything. And it's a difficult, difficult, because what if you were more like pursuant of like making art? It's Maybe I would be. That, horrible, that would suck. Right, it would be a horrible but job. I
2: feel like I'd just be doing what i been doing but oh, just kind have like, a different
1: lens through yeah, a different lens yeah. okay but I have
2: that lens I've had that lens my whole life but have it be like have it just start earlier
1: it's funny because I being an art major I wish I had studied business because that's that's the, hilarious that's the shit I love
2: a lot of artists say that See, too like, I know. wish I studied business yeah not because that's what they love because they need it yeah you know but you love it that's interesting yeah I'm just like what I could have just fucking fucked off for four years And like been like you know because then they they do make you take drawing classes and sculpting and done all that and been around that
1: California creating
2: yeah exactly
1: (laughs) they don't make you you do that in in uh, New York colleges not in business
2: no I'm talking about uh, uh, no no, no. I'm talking about um, art art school.
1: Art school, yes. Yeah, they I do. went
2: to school in D.C. anyway.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right, in D.C. Not,
2: someone's not paying attention. I mean,
1: apparently not. Uh, what else? Sorry. What You're else b- you got for me? Um, okay, so you wish you had sort of a, a different vantage point as a young person to train your mind creatively.
2: Yeah. Do you? Yeah, do yeah, you, yeah that's the way to put it because I really I really enjoyed studying you know, international relations. Pardon me. I'm the one who can't pronounce stuff now. Mm. And I love the the perspective that's given me on on the world. So I kind of, I don't know. I guess I kind of wouldn't trade anything. I'd I'd take everything back. What would be? What I would uh, change about my life uh is that I wouldn't have said I I would have liked to have gone to art school five minutes ago.
1: (laughs) Do you imagine growing old in New York City?
2: I do and I don't. It depends. I wouldn't mind, like, leaving New York City for a while, but maybe coming back to it. I don't Um,
1: know. Do you still feel New York has the best and the brightest?
2: Of the extremely young people, yes. Like the fucking 14 to 20-year-olds.
1: All right. We're still in it.
2: We're Uh, still in it. And they're doing stuff. I know. But there's not a lot of space for them to do stuff. No. Like, whether we're talking about physical space or just, you know. Right. space that people give them so i don't know i really don't i think la is super exciting right now but i don't think it's the best and the brightest i think paris is super exciting uh you know london what about cool. berlin
1: everybody's talking about berlin. yeah you
2: know it's weird I'm, it's weird to me that i've never been to berlin but i um,
1: you all need to go i know have you, have you been? i have been to berlin darling yeah. well, how is it I mean, I was very young, and being a Jew, I just felt like, ugh, I had to get out of here. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> Everybody's like spitting at me when they talk. Oh, come <laughs> <up>. <laughs> you want an omelette mit salad? It was, um, you know, almost, more than 20 years ago that I was there, so I haven't been, but I have lots of friends that are moving to Berlin, spending time in Berlin. They love it.
2: Yeah. It's, it's cheap. It's, it's crazy. Right? I, I gotta see. I gotta see for you myself. You gotta get out
1: there. I know. We'll see. You I know. too. Uh-oh. You're done. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I love Germany.
1: <laughs> I I love Germany too.
2: No, you don't.
1: Yes, I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. I love everybody. I do. I do. Well, thank you for joining us.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: And everybody, check out Parks Department on Instagram, Facebook. YouTube, Google it, find out more, and you decide what it is. Well, exactly. For yourself.
2: Thank you, Claudia. You yes. do truly have a gold mine. <laughs>
1: I can't wait to watch more Parks Department. I need to understand Parks Department, even though I think it's all about sort of defining it for yourself. Arthur is one of those special individuals that makes New York this incredibly vibrant place where you're interacting with fun and positive humans that make it just bearable so you don't have to run out of here kicking screaming as they price you out of the place you grew up Arthur makes me ready for 2019 like a motherfucker I am ready to just sort of open my heart and just live thank you Arthur for being you find out more at Parks Department and I think it's D E P T. On Instagram, there's a blue circular logo. You can find me on Instagram, too. And I am hilarious. At Claw Money. At Claw Money on Twitter. At Claw Money on Facebook. At Claw Co, our store. Which is even funnier because it's all of us at work being cute little Clawettes find me at the actual store. We have a brick-and-mortar store, peoples. 101 Delancey called Clonco. Corner of Ludlow. I am the shop girl. I'm giving steals and deals in 2019. Come and get your new fit. Don't forget to subscribe and like. We want to hear from you. Please leave a comment. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Gold Mines with Claudia Gold.
0: Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott.